Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. We've got everything you need to know about the Trevor Bauer situation, all the facts and factors that will be leading up to the Dodgers' decision on whether to reinstate or release him come January 6th. But first, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And as always, I'm with your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. What do you think the Dodgers will do with Trevor Bauer? Do you think they'll reinstate him or release him? And what do you think they should do? Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So today we have everything you need to know about the Trevor Bauer situation, all the facts and factors that L.A. is going to be considering when they decide whether or not to release him or reinstate him to the Dodgers 40-man roster. Could L.A. trade Trevor Bauer? We're going to dive into it. And today we're lucky to be joined by the L.A. Times' Bill Shaken. He's been covering this Trevor Bauer story from wire to wire. Thanks for joining us today, Bill. Sure. So first question, Bill, how surprised, if at all, do you think the Dodgers were with the arbitrator's decision to reduce Trevor Bauer's suspension from 324 games to 194 games? Were the Dodgers shocked? Were they anticipating that level of reduction? Were they expecting him to be reinstated immediately? Talk about the timing of the decision. What was the Dodgers' reaction to Trevor Bauer being reinstated last week? I think most of the people in baseball thought the arbitrator would reduce the decision by some amount of games. I don't think everybody knew exactly what it would be, but given that it was twice as long as the longest previous suspension under the domestic violence and sexual assault policy, I think there was some thought that certainly the suspension might be reduced. I think the shock on the Dodgers end was less that the suspension was reduced than that they thought, I think understandably, hey, the holidays are just about here. Probably we're not going to get an answer, you know, before the holidays. So see you after New Year's. And then right before the holidays, here you go. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was definitely an unexpected bombshell. You probably had the Dodgers front office thinking, hey, that's a 2023 problem. Deal with it then. But they get the news and they have to respond. And according to the league rules, the Dodgers have 14 days from reinstatement to decide whether to put Bauer back on the team's 40-man roster. And L.A. has to make their decision by January 6th, which is next Friday. Where do you think the Dodgers are at right now in their decision-making process? Talk about the timeline. Will we see a decision leading up to close to January 6th? Talk about where the Dodgers are at with their decision on Bauer right now. Well, I think knowing that this was going to happen at some point, that they probably, if they knew what they were going to do, if Bauer was reinstated, they could have done it right away. They didn't need to wait 14 days. But I think because they were uncertain about what the decision might be, they don't have an answer. And as they do with everything in their operation, they want to review all their options, take their time, consider everything they might possibly do. And I would imagine that's what they're doing at this point. So, Bill, I get the sense that a final decision has not been made on Trevor Bauer, that the Dodgers are still truly weighing all their options as to how they're going to move forward with Bauer. And after the news came out, Bob Nightingale, he tweeted out that the Dodgers were expected to release Bauer, but it sounds like they're still undecided. Now, Bill, I have to put you on the spot a little bit here. Do you think there's a chance that Bauer will be back pitching for the Dodgers next season? Do I think there's a chance? Yes. Uh, because they haven't released him at this point, right? So he's still part of the Dodgers organization. As you mentioned, they have a deadline, which is January 6th, to restore him to their 40-man roster. And until they come out publicly and say, we don't uh, want Mr. Bauer as part of our organization anymore, He's still part of their organization. Now, Bill, I want to touch on some of the factors that the Dodgers could be considering in their decision-making process on how to move forward with Trevor Bauer. And the first one is the fans' reaction. Are they worried about a potential fan backlash and a PR nightmare that would come with reinstating Trevor Bauer? Because we saw a few weeks ago, there was a story put out by Ken Rosenthal where he talked about how this Dodgers organization did not want to pursue Carlos Correa in large part because they sizable amount of the Dodgers fan base did not want him in LA after his involvement in the 2017 Houston Astros science stealing scandal. So we know the Dodgers do consider what the fans think, but we ran this poll over on Dodgers nation Twitter a few days ago. And the question was, what is your stance on Trevor Bauer pitching for the Dodgers and 66.8% voted, let him pitch for LA while 33.2% said, release him immediately. And that was with almost 15,000 votes. So my question to you, Bill, is do you think the Dodgers are strongly considering the potential backlash that would come from bringing Bauer back? Or do you think that's not a big factor? Well, since they consider everything, that would be one of the things that they would consider. Um, The fact that team executives were telling people, um, one of which you mentioned, but also other reporters, including ours, that they thought fan backlash might be an issue with Carlos Correa. I think puts them in an interesting situation here because if you're worried about going over the luxury tax threshold, then clearly signing Carlos Correa is not something you want to do. And the Dodgers did not. But if you're worried about fan backlash, that's a different issue. And with Bauer now, you have 
is it a fan backlash issue or is it something else? And it would be hard in my mind, and I'm not the Dodgers, obviously, to say for Correa, it's a fan backlash issue, but for Bauer, it's not. Uh, they may have another way to consider that. Again, I'm, I'm not in the front office, but uh, that decision to tell the world that fan backlash was supposedly a point with Correa might come up if the Dodgers decide to keep Bauer. That's really interesting because I do feel like that there's more fans that want to see Trevor Bauer pitch for the Dodgers again than see Carlos Correa sign with the Dodgers. But the Dodgers do definitely take the pulse of their fan base. You can clearly see that. But, Bill, the next factor I want to get into is MLB's investigation because even though the suspension was reduced, the arbitrator did assert that Bauer violated the league's sexual assault and domestic abuse policy. And even though it was reduced to 194 games, Bauer's suspension is is the longest issued in the seven years that the policy has been around. And now we also know that Major League Baseball's investigation had three accusers and not just the one where Bauer was never charged. So my question to you is, will the Dodgers be able to get any of Major League Baseball's investigation, any of their findings that would help them make their decision? Under the domestic violence and sexual assault policy, there are a lot of provisions about confidentiality and it's agreed upon by the league and the union who are the parties to the policy that player confidentiality is necessary if this policy is going to work as well as it can. So for a lot of these months, you're thinking, okay, why won't the league come out and say exactly why Trevor Bauer merited a suspension? for however long it was. What evidence does the league have to warrant the suspension? And the answer is right there in the policy that the league is not allowed to say anything about that. The arbitrator will issue a final report. He did not issue that when the decision to reduce the suspension was announced. He just told the league and the union and by extension Bauer that here's what I'm gonna do. Didn't give you the why. Whether the Dodgers will have that in time for, well, let me rephrase that. Whether the league will have that before January 6th, I don't know. Whether the Dodgers will have it, I'm pretty sure that they won't. Because unless all parties want to waive confidentiality, the Dodgers are not supposed to have it. So to me, that's very interesting because it appears that the Dodgers won't have all the information from MLB's findings. And if they did, maybe that would help make their decision-making process a little easier. But the next factor we're going to get into is Trevor Bauer as a player, because we know that the Dodgers are in need of another starting pitcher. In my opinion, and they need another frontline starting pitcher. And Trevor Bauer could solve a lot of the Dodgers' problems. He's an innings eater. He, at the very least, can be a number two or three pitcher on a World Series winning team. Yes, he hasn't pitched for almost two years, but he was very effective when he was with the Dodgers. Posted that 2.59 ERA in over 107 innings of work and 17 starts, but he's missed significant time. Now, he is going to be expensive for LA regardless because if he never pitches another game for LA, the Dodgers are on the hook for $22.5 million. If they release him and he signs with another team at the league minimum, which is $720,000, 
thousand for next year. That number drops to twenty one point eight million. But my question, Bill, is how much are the Dodgers considering Trevor Bauer as a pitcher that can help this team? And also, do they are they considering the fact that hey, if they release him, maybe he goes to a competitor, maybe he signs with the Padres or the Mets or the a team out there that could potentially face the Dodgers in the postseason. Well, they consider everything, of course, as we discussed. So I'm sure that's something that's come up. But again, to me, and I'm not in the front office, the first thing you have to decide is, do you want Trevor Bauer back on your team? There, I don't think is a question that he can help the team to what degree we don't know, because he has not pitched competitively for a year and a half. But clearly, you know, a guy who won a Cy Young Award not too long ago, probably has the ability to help the team. So is this the guy you can use? But the first question is, do you want him back on the team? And if you decide that you don't want him back on the team, is your calculus about you don't think he can perform? Is it the, as you mentioned, maybe a fan backlash? Or are you worried, as you mentioned, that maybe, you know, he might come back to beat you this year? And those are decisions the Dodgers are going to have to make and ultimately explain to the fans. So, yeah, Bill, that's the fascinating thing for me is wondering how robust of a market would there be for Trevor Bauer? Would teams be lining up to sign him? Because, yes, there is the Bauer baggage, but also you're getting a Cy Young Award winning pitcher for $720,000 for the league minimum while the Dodgers are paying him $21.8 million. So if I'm the Dodgers, I'm saying, hey, that's a lot of money to pay a guy that we could be potentially facing. If he goes to the Padres, you're facing him in the division. If he goes to the the Astros, you could be facing him in the World Series or maybe the New York Mets. So that to me is very interesting. And then there are the trade options. I think that's another big question. Is there a possible trade the Dodgers could work out if they reinstated him and traded him to a team? Let's say maybe they attached some prospects or absorbed some salaries and got some financial relief that way. Do you think there's any way the Dodgers could reinstate him and trade him? Hard to say. Uh, I would imagine that any team that would pick up Trevor Bauer is going to have to answer the same questions the Dodgers would if the Dodgers decide to bring back Bauer. You know, there's some baggage here. It's significant. It's ongoing. There are continuing legal cases here. It's not as if everything is done. So the matter is going to come up while Trevor Bauer would be playing for your team. So it's not just a matter of do you think Trevor Bauer can help your team. It's a fan backlash issue uh, that, that could persist for some time. Yeah, that's a great point, Bill. I think it's important for people to remember that any team that signs Trevor Bauer and trades for Trevor Bauer is going to have to deal with the optics of the situation. They're going to have to answer some difficult questions, and maybe he doesn't make sense for some organizations out there, but maybe certain organizations want to give him an opportunity, and they think that he can help them win games. And I think for a lot of organizations, that is the most important factor. But the next area I want to touch on is Bauer's impact 
impact on the Dodgers spending this offseason because there was a lot of talk about the Dodgers going with the youth movement. You haven't seen them make very many big signings this offseason. A lot of one-year deals, J.D. Martinez and Noah Syndergaard, but they weren't involved with any of the big-name free agents. And yes, the Dodgers, they have been repeat offenders. They've gone into that luxury tax. They've passed that CBT threshold for the last two seasons. And maybe you do reset this offseason and give yourself the best opportunity to throw as much money as you can for Shohei Otani next year when he becomes a free agent. How big of an impact has Trevor Bauer had on the Dodgers spending this offseason and beyond? Well, when you look at where the Dodgers are with the amount of Bauer's salary that you mentioned that they're on the hook for, the $22 million, that pushes them right up to the limit for the tax. Now, you can say, of course, the Dodgers owners make plenty of money every year. They shouldn't really worry about the tax. And given that the Dodgers have the best television, local television deal yep. in all of baseball and sell 4 million tickets a year to people who buy $20 beers, you'd be justified. But what the Dodgers would be thinking is, if we don't pay the tax this year, our tax rate would go down in future years. And there are people, and obviously everybody knows, Shohei Otani is a free agent next year. The Dodgers would love to get him. So would, you know, 29 other teams in baseball. Uh, but you go after somebody next year and you can save a lot of money if you can reset and not pay the tax for one year. So again, they consider everything. And that's one of those things they have to consider. So, Bill, was the uncertainty with the Trevor Bauer situation the biggest reason why the Dodgers weren't big spenders this offseason? Uh, as I was told, and I'll share the quote with you, it's a reason, it's not the only reason. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Yeah, and how could it not be, right? I mean, that is a lot of money, and the Dodgers are trying to be cost-conscious to an extent to give themselves a great shot at getting some big-name free agents in the future. Like we said, Shohei Otani, I'm hoping that is the number one target. But I want to get back to this Trevor Bauer signing and how fans will look back at it. I mean, you've covered this team for a long, long time, and Trevor Bauer is a guy that if they release him, they would have paid him over $90 million, and he would only have pitched in 17 games for LA. 107 in two-thirds innings. Would this go down as one of the worst signings ever? What do you think the legacy would be? How would fans look back at this Trevor Bauer signing if he never pitches for L.A. again? Huh, hadn't thought of it that way. I mean, yeah, it, it just seems like, and I hate to use this word, but I can't think of a better one. You need to attach an asterisk because there are guys who are bad signings because they get hurt. And there are guys who are bad signs because... They don't perform as well as they did when you signed them. You know, look down the freeway. Albert Pujols might have been the best player in baseball when the Angels signed him. He was never even the best player on the Angels in the, you know, nine years he was in Anaheim. That was a bad sign for a totally different reason. Um, Bauer's sort of in a category of his own. 
Um, so clearly it would not have been a good signing, but to compare him to the others because the basis is so different, I think is, is hard to do. Yeah, I agree, Bill. This one's really tough to assess because it's not like he was injured. Like you said, it's not like it's a Jason Schmidt situation where he was damaged goods from day one. Bauer is a little more complicated. I've said, are the Dodgers going to get Bauer's remorse? Well, the reality is he wasn't able to pitch. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that he was under this big administration leave and then the suspension. So it's not like they signed him and he didn't produce on the mound. When he was on the mound for the Dodgers, he was very effective. He just didn't get those opportunities because of everything that transpired. But last one for you, Bill, and this one's pretty simple. What is your prediction? How do you think this will play out? Will Trevor Bauer be reinstated, or do you think the Dodgers will release him? I think the Dodgers are taking all the time that they have to evaluate everything that they consider, and sometimes – Those things are easy to do. But again, if the Dodgers thought this was an easy decision, they could have told you Friday was the day that he was reinstated by the arbitrator. They could have told you Friday. That was a week ago Friday. So they're not. They're taking their time. They're evaluating. And, you know, if I knew what they were going to do, I'd have it up on our website right now. But I don't. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for joining us. We really appreciate the time. We know this topic is very complicated. We appreciate your expertise and your insight. You can follow Bill Shaken at Bill Shaken on Twitter. Follow his work at the LA Times. Thank you so much, Bill, for joining us. All right. Take care. But let me know down below in the comment section. What is your prediction with how the Trevor Bauer situation will play out? Will the Dodgers release him? Will they reinstate him? What do you think they should do? Let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all season long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. Be warned. The ones who pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is. You may create drink envy because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.